budding entrepreneurs, and welcome back to Student Entrepreneur 101. In this episode, I will be speaking with Stephanie Chu, founder of Gourmets, a better-for-you and globally-inspired snack brand dedicated to bringing everyone amazing flavors. Stephanie is currently a second-year full-time MBA student at UCLA Anderson. In this episode, Stephanie and I will be talking about her experience with gourmets and her entrepreneurial journey. Keep listening to hear what Stephanie has to say about traveling and entrepreneurship, the importance of leading with an open mind, the startup process, and more. Stephanie, welcome to Student Entrepreneur 101. Please say hello and share one recent entrepreneurial breakthrough you and your team have had. Thanks, Rose. Thanks so much for having me. This weekend is really exciting because we're getting into two new stores. So Gourmets is getting into Monster Marcel next to the Grove and also OP Market in Santa Monica. So super excited because, you know, like as a new brand, getting on shelf is one of the biggest hurdles. So we're really excited to grow our footprint um, and reach more consumers. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. That's so exciting. And yes, especially when it comes to the food industry, the snack industry, you know, breaking into retail is so, so amazing. That's like the next big step. And it's so amazing that, you know, you've started that and, you know, you're taking the next step for gourmets. Let's get started by talking about your story. You know, if you could share some background and tell us a bit about yourself, you know, what set you on the path to entrepreneurship? Yeah, so I definitely didn't have a linear path um, to entrepreneurship. I'm first generation Asian American, um, born and raised in Los Angeles. And I knew that I always wanted to start my own business. Um, But I think from my upbringing, I was, you know, know, definitely more risk adverse and lacked a little bit of confidence in myself. Um, So I think I did naturally what a lot of people do. I went and pursued a corporate career in management consulting, you know, to get some experience under my belt. And, you know, after six years of, I think, building a really strong business foundation um, and also working with some incredible mentors, um, I built up that confidence, you know, in myself that I was ready and I was ready to take that leap of faith. Um, so moved back to LA to start Gourmets. Yes, that is amazing. And I feel like your experience might resonate with a lot of other people who at first pursue the corporate route. And then after some reflection and, you know, after gaining the confidence in yourself, as you said perfectly, you know, you realize you're ready to take the next step. You're ready to pursue something that you love, that you want. And so for you, the next step looked like entrepreneurship. So that's amazing. And that's how eventually we you got here today and we're having this conversation today. So yeah, that's that's so awesome. And that shows perfectly that right on the onset, you don't need to know that you're going to start your own business. And so it's perfectly fine to change your mind um, because, yeah, you never know what can come out of it. And for you, that looked like gourmet. So that's awesome. Yeah, I would say there isn't like a right time necessarily to start a business. It's different for everyone. So, you know, some people start a business right after undergrad or during undergrad. Some people don't start a business until they're like retired. So there isn't like a right or wrong time, I think, to start a business. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of starting a business, let's just jump right into your experience with the ideation process. You know, what was the inspiration behind Gourmets? And, you know, if you could share the moment of inspiration, where you were, who were you with and what was going on at the time? 
Yeah. So um, Gourmets was actually a happy accident. So at the time I was living abroad in Switzerland, still doing management consulting. Um, Like many of us during the pandemic, um, I was spending hours in the kitchen, cooking every meal from scratch, experimenting with recipes. I tried to bake a polenta pizza um, and the pizza itself was like a total failure. Um, But the best part was actually the crispy crusted on edges. And that was, you know, my light bulb moment of like, hey, this could be a really awesome snack. Um, And of course, as a native Angelino, I immediately thought, let me look online what's happening in the aisles of Whole Foods of Erewhon. And I saw a lot of innovation in terms of the use of alternative flowers, veggies, you know, legumes, but nothing with polenta. Um, And polenta is naturally, you know, super nutritious. It's naturally gluten-free. It's vegan. um, It has fiber. It has antioxidants. So I knew we were, we were onto something and, you know, myself as a consumer and walking through the aisles, um, you know, seeing a lot of the same flavors, nacho, barbecue, ranch. um, So identified another, you know, like white space and opportunity there to use globally inspired flavors to fuel taste exploration. Wow. Yeah, no, that is an incredible story you just showed because there's so many lessons packed within just your moment of just of inspiration really, because one, you, you were trying out something new, a new recipe and it failed, but you walked away with a lesson. You walked away with an idea. You saw how you could make a failure into something better. Um, because you discovered, you know, your, your snack, your, your snack recipe, and that was perfect. And also, you know, you found, you found something missing in the market. You went to whole foods and you realized, so I'm onto something, there's flavors missing, and there's people that could potentially benefit from what I have to bring, something new, something creative, and something that's just not being offered out there. So that is amazing that you found that. And that's such a that's such an amazing story, you know, and it just goes to show that everyone has something to learn from their failures and, you know, take everything, every experience for what it is, because you never know what amazing idea you'll walk away with. So that's awesome. Yes. Inspiration strikes um, when you least expect it. Yes, absolutely. Now, you you emphasize the importance of the international influence behind gourmets. So let's talk about your travel experience. You know, you mentioned uh, Switzerland. So, I mean, how has traveling really impacted your experience and mindset as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think, you know, from an experience perspective, I love to travel, um, as does my co-founder, who is also... Um, Uh, my real life partner. And our favorite part is experiencing other cultures through food. So clearly those experiences, you know, influenced the flavor profiles um, that underpin gourmets, but also the initial flavors that we launched with. So we started with Adriatic sea salt, herbs to Provence, and spicy Sichuan peppercorn. Um, So I think travel, uh, you know, is so so core to gourmets, as you mentioned, I think from a mind mindset perspective, um, travel has helped me get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, when I moved to Switzerland, I had never set foot in that country before I moved there. And so I went with an open mind and I think, you know, doing so really showed me the value of, um, 
you know, the perspectives of others, being empathetic, being appreciative of what other perspectives, um, people from different cultures, people from different heritages, different upbringings bring to the table. And, you know, in business, literally every day you learn something new. Um, so you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable with not being the smartest person in the room with not having all the answers because part of starting a business is just figuring it out as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said it perfectly being comfortable with being uncomfortable because a lot of times the, the great ideas and a lot of the great progress we make as entrepreneurs happens when we just push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. And, you know, as you said, again, being open to new ideas, being willing to say yes to new experiences, because especially when traveling abroad and students might uh, resonate with this experience because, you know, this is the time where you may maybe travel abroad for your major, what you're studying, and you might be surprised by where you'll find some inspiration, you know, just learning about the different markets and the different opportunities that exist outside of your normal routine, outside of your normal, you know, environment. And so I feel like that's so important and it's so amazing that you were able to go in with an open mind and walk away with so many different, like so many insights and just really an expanded worldview. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I think travel gives you, you know, like a new lens to look at, you know, your, your current life through because you're exposed to new people to just something unfamiliar. And so when you return home, wherever that might be, you see things differently. And I think, you know, that, that is helpful, you know, on a personal level and on a professional level. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And, you know, you talk about traveling abroad, seeing and experiencing all these new things outside of your comfort zone. And then there's a point where you come back home. And so I want to dive into the launch process, like what that experience was like for gourmets. Because once you had that experiment and that successful failure discovery um, with the pizza in Switzerland and coming back to see the whole food markets here, you know, you know, what was the launch process like? At what point did you launch? And yeah, what was maybe some of the greatest challenges you faced and how did you overcome them? Um, yeah. So, you know, after that light bulb moment, a lot of months passed in terms of product development. So, that crusted on edge from the failed polenta pizza is not the product that's in the bag today. It took a lot of iterations to, you know, fine tune, like, how do we make this product? Like, what is that process, that recipe? It hasn't been done before. So we basically had to just continually tweak things until we basically figured it out. Um, so a lot of iterations. And then I think just launching in general, you have a plan in mind, you think it's going to take, you know, X months based on your roadmap. And there are a lot of unforeseen issues or obstacles that you just didn't expect. Um, so definitely experienced a lot of that. Um, of course, many late nights um, and weekends working on this and that feeling of, you know, two steps back, one step forward. Um, it's just normal. I think what's important to note in launching is, you know, I myself, I'm very type A, I'm a perfectionist, but at some point you need to stop iterating and just get to a point of good enough, like that minimum 
viable product MVP so that you can put it out in the market, get, you know, test for product market fit, collect feedback and start getting, you know, actual direction as to whether or not you're onto something. Is this a viable business or not? Um, you know, before you invest all your time, all your energy, all your money into it. Yes. Yes. Wow. You, you brought up so many amazing points right there. Uh, one, you know, the launch process, product iterations, you know, sometimes it's going to take a long time because you're figuring out what works. You're still in that experimental phase, um, you know, and just figuring, really honing down your audience and figuring out, okay, what does my product need to look like so that it can serve them and, you know, solve, um, you know, a problem that they have or help them fulfill like a desire that they have. And for your audience, that might be, you know, culturally inspired flavors that are, you know, are outside the box, outside of what is, you know, conventionally provided. And so another, another point was plans change, like, especially in the launch process, as you said, you know, obstacles come up, maybe time, time frames extend, you know, it's, it's not a linear path, as you mentioned before. Yeah. And so definitely plans change and just being able to roll with the punches. And I feel like, especially when you get to the point in your launch process where plans start to change. It's a test of your resilience. It's a test of, okay, is this something you're willing to commit to and stick with even through the hard times? And so it's so important because for many rising entrepreneurs, it's a defining, it's a defining moment, whether you're willing to stick it out because in the end, a product and a bit like a successful business worth having isn't always easy. It's not, it will not be easy to build. And so sticking through that and really knowing your goal, um, that that's so, so important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something I heard recently was like, whether you build a small business or a big business, it doesn't matter. It's going to be difficult. And that is 100% true. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to some of the especially difficult processes in entrepreneurship, I think one process that many entrepreneurs can struggle with is finding ways to fund their business. That's a big part of, you know, the early stages of, of your business. And so let's talk about your experience here. You know, what was the funding process like for Gourmets in the early years? Yeah, I mean, we we just launched um, in June 2022, so um, hasn't even been a year yet. Wow. Um, we're, we're currently bootstrapped. So as the founder, I'm using, you know, my own personal savings to fund the business. And because of that, you know, we have to be really smart and resourceful with our dollars. When you're using your own savings, um, you know, it forces you to define a budget to make decisions strategically because, Every penny needs to have a purpose um, and go towards something meaningful. And I think a lot of the times when people think entrepreneurship, they think of these, you know, tech unicorns that, you know, before they even have a product on the market, they already have million dollars in like institutional capital. And I would say that that's not necessarily reflective of the whole you know, community of people trying to start a business. That's not the only way to start a business, I think is what I'm trying to say. Like you don't have to raise money to start something. You can bootstrap as a founder, right? You can pursue non-dilutive grants. Like there are a lot of pathways to funding your business. Yes, absolutely. And 
when you talk about bootstrapping and budgeting, I feel like that is something that college students especially can relate to. You know, you know what it's like to have a budget. And you, you said, give every penny a purpose because when it comes to business, you know, that's the whole idea behind the lean startup, right? It's coming from you. You're trying to find ways to push, push the business forward, but you know, you make the best with the resources that you have. And so it's really amazing that you're doing that. And, you know, already off to such great momentum, you know, as you said earlier, you're, you're already on shelves and it hasn't even been a year with gourmets. So, you know, the momentum you have behind you, that's, that's so amazing. And if you could talk a little bit about that, what has that been like that fast growth for gourmets? You know, again, I mentioned I was, I'm very type A. And so I think, um, for me, what has been interesting and maybe, um, challenging is, you know, I want to grow fast. And so I may, you know, in the beginning, didn't perceive our growth as like my idea of success. Um, but in speaking with, you know, peers or other, you know, um, friends, they were so proud of, you know, that we were already on shelf. I think I, I, you know, in the process have shifted my perspective a bit. So in the beginning, you know, I, I was like, oh, we're only on one shelf or we're only on four shelves or now we're on six shelves. Right. Um, and viewing it kind of like from the glass half empty perspective and having that support system has been really helpful because people around me are saying, that's amazing that you're on one shelf. That's amazing that you're on six shelves, like that you're on a shelf at all. People are buying your product. That is an indicator of, you know, initial success. And so I think, yeah, it's been interesting in terms of, you know, me being a founder, shifting my outlook to, um, I think, give myself more grace um, and celebrate the small wins. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you said it perfectly. Celebrating the small wins is so important, especially, you know, in the early stages and giving yourself room for even more growth, but then also having that support system to help you realize, like, if you step back a little, if you can zoom out from, I, I know for, you know, many founders, it's, it's always like a go, go, go mentality. Okay. You, you reach this milestone what's next. And that's important, but also just being able to zoom out sometimes and realize like, okay, like where I am now versus where I started and just being able to recognize and appreciate that growth. That's so amazing. And yeah, absolutely. And especially for gourmets, you know, I feel like, especially in the snack industry, the retail relationship is so important. And so the fact that you're able to establish that really like so quickly is really amazing. So yeah, that's, yeah, I think you, yeah, built on that nicely in that, you know, when you are, you know, head deep or, you know, elbow deep in working on your business, it's easy to look at things kind of like in a myopic view, but to your point, like others have a different perspective and them watching you right? Helps you realize, you know, helps you kind of see things from a, from a different lens. So yeah, I, I agree with what you said. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of, you know, this rapid growth and, you know, where you started versus where you are today, not even a year later, it's so incredible that type of momentum you've been able to build and, you know, looking ahead, you know, how do you see gourmets changing in the future? How does the the brand, the customer, and the product continue to grow? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, we say that we, you know, um, that gourmets and, you know, our, our polenta crisps that are baked into these globally inspired flavors, it's an escape for your taste buds. So with that being said, like, of course, we want to expand our flavor range into even more savory, um, globally inspired flavors, but also sweet ones. Um, so we have that uh, kind of like in our vision. Um, Long term, I definitely want to grow gourmets into a well-known brand in the in the natural food space. And that means, you know, increasing our availability and our footprint first locally, you know, and then regionally and then, of course, nationally. Yeah, absolutely. That's so amazing. And, you know, continuing continuing the reach that you have, being able to deliver this product, which is really innovative in the snack space because you're you're thinking on an, on a larger global scale so being able to deliver people that um culturally inclusive snack experience as you said and so that's that's so amazing and yeah i, I really look forward to seeing you know how far you go and your continued growth so that's awesome yeah thank you you've you've talked about switching from corporate to building your own business you know being your own boss and all of the challenges, but also all of the wins in between from when you started to where you are now. And so you first had this idea in Switzerland, right? And then you came back and had some product iterations and decided, yes, this is something I want to pursue. This is something I want to build and make my own. You know, what experience in your journey really like made you decide to stay and really decide to, you know, continue pursuing your business? Because I feel like a lot of the times in between starting and, you know, where entrepreneurs might be today, there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of challenges and that can sometimes lead to doubt, but it's sometimes defining moments or really, really understanding like your why that keeps you, that keeps you in the game. So would you say there's a certain, certain drive or certain experience that has kept you going, especially today? I don't know that I can pinpoint like a specific moment where, you know, there was a like particular inflection point But I think in general, like what you mentioned is the process is just difficult. There's like a lot of ups and downs. And so having a strong support network has been really, I think, helpful for my own mental health. I think as a founder, you know, I'm really outcomes oriented, like I want to win. And so I can be really hard on myself. Um, And I think having, um, you know, supportive friends and family that cheer me on, um, that celebrate me has been, I think, helpful. Of course, it's helpful. Um, And also not being a solo founder, Um, you know, starting a business can feel isolating in those times of um, adversity. And so being able to, you know, like share my experience, um, the ups and the downs with someone else, um, I think has made the experience. Yeah. Probably a lot more bearable in those, uh, difficult times. And also it's, it's more fun, right. To celebrate with someone else versus just celebrating by yourself. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, your support system, um, is, is everything. And, and a lot of times it's what can c- help carry you and uplift you through the hard times and make the great, the great wins even better because you have someone to share that experience with. Exactly. 
Yeah, that, that's so amazing. Stephanie, you've shared so many great insights with everyone listening to our conversation today. You know, where can students go to learn more about Gourmets? Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Eat Gourmets. So that's E-A-T-G-O-U-R-M-A-I-S. And our website is also eatgourmets.com. Awesome. Well, guys, definitely go check out the website and, you know, check out Gourmets. Learn more about Stephanie's story because, Stephanie, I think your story is very unique in that the international inspiration behind your brand is just something that hopefully many students and other entrepreneurs aspire to have because as as we can see, it was so impactful in really like spurring and inspiring creativity and just just the amazing product that you have today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And before we go, what is one final word of advice that you have for students who've been listening to your story and really been inspired by your story and want to start their own business? Um, I would say don't get discouraged. Um, success isn't just about, you know, your achievements and hitting milestones. It's also about all the times that you didn't give up. So don't be discouraged and give yourself grace. Stephanie, thank you so much. You have shared so many incredible insights and your amazing story and your journey with Gourmets. And I wish you the best of luck with the future of Gourmets. Thank you, Rose. That's the end of this episode with Student Entrepreneur 101. Today, we learned the story behind Gourmets and listened to Stephanie share valuable insights to the entrepreneurial process. What did you learn from Stephanie in this week's episode? What are your top three takeaways? Make sure to head over to at Student Entrepreneur 101 podcast on Instagram and share your thoughts in the comment section for this episode. Do you want to help someone you know jumpstart their entrepreneurial journey? Then share this episode with them. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next episode because I have even more stories, insights, and value to share with you coming soon.